Hi everyone, this is the Charlotte Palmer Show. Bringing you a mix of interviews and music from around your area. On behalf of HSPART Radio. Spark Radio and the Mothership Connected. I am here today with the very talented local lad Louis Gilman, who is a local musician described as an apocalyptic blues artist who plays blues, jazz, and swing. So, thank you so very much for being here with me today, Louis. Thanks very much, Charlotte. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, obviously, the most important question of the interview is how was the cake that I baked for you? The cake was fantastic. I'm going to go for my second round uh, in, uh, <laughs> shortly. Um, it's lovely. I mean, it's got all the things that I would want out of the cake. It's Excellent. got cream. Mm. Um, it's fluffy. Okay. It's light. Yeah. But also, I know that I've eaten. Excellent. You know. Well, you know what they say. If I knew you were coming, I'd bake the cake. Well, I knew you were coming, so I did bake the cake. You did. Absolutely. <laughs> So, Louis, I'm very excited to have you here. I want to thank you so much for being here. Um, I actually saw you play at the Harrison a few weeks ago with my friend Hayley, and my, fr- Hayley, my friend Hayley said you were inspirational. Oh, that's really nice. I also thought you were mind-blowingly good. Fantastic. And I also thought you were very funny as well. No, and your, your lyrics were very clever, and I loved your music. Oh, that's really nice, thank you. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm very nice at that. <laughs> but I, I mean it, and I, mean, and I really do think that, that, that the listeners, the audience out there should, you know should tap tap in and listen to more of your music. I think everybody should be listening to you, actually. Oh, that's Buying all of your records and coming to all your gigs. How does that Excellent. sound? Excellent. That sounds lovely. That sounds slightly terrifying. No, it sounds lovely. <laughs> sounds okay, good. brilliant. Yeah. So, you're, you're going to play us a few songs, aren't you? I am. Excellent, excellent. Um, tell me about the first song you're going to play. I think this one's probably metaphorical. Yeah. This stems out of my own capacity, boundless capacity mm. for worry. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, people make references about the monkey on their back. So this is more like the dog who's sniffing around, who's a bit of a... Dog standing over you, breathing down your neck. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I also like the idea of a big, you know, Hound of the Baskerville-style gothic black dog with red eyes... Um, you know, breathing steam out in the middle of the wild. Dribbling and drool. Dribbling drool. Yeah, he's got to be dribbling fangs. a bit of drool. And the fangs, <laughs> yeah. And he's going to be howling. Big wet nose. Silhouetted by the moon. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, it's a real dog as well is something also quite compelling. Um, I think animals and archetypal animals are very evocative. You know, yes. they speak to everybody in various different ways. And they can mean what you need them to mean at the time. And I think they're very versatile and I think they're very powerful, you know, mm. tap into something yes. inside you. So um, yeah, this song's called uh, Black Dog. Excellent, take it away then. Thank you very much. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, 
me like I was chewing on tin foil. Standing in the garden, my boots in a fresh dug hole. Oh, it feels like someone's walking over my grave, and I can feel an awful cold. Saw it through the window the other night, while long tail switched and eyes shining bright. Whatever I do and try as I might Must be a black dog Must be a black dog Must be one of them black dogs Sniffing round me I knew last Sunday that my time was short Three long scratches on my front door It was no poodle one, one of them poodles had those kind of claws. Went out on Monday just before dawn, creeping under streetlights in the early morn. I saw a flash of red, and I saw those burning eyes, those eyes like candles. Ooh, ooh, ooh. While our tips switching, eyes shining bright. Whatever I do and try as I might, must be a black dog. Must be a black dog. Must be one of them black dogs sniffing around me. Uh, blues artist, what got you into that kind of style of music? 
it's a hard one, isn't it? Where do uh, where do we get our inspirations from? I think that someone once said it might have been Richard Thompson that mm. you carry those things around with you. Um, you know, their songwriting mm. definitely. You know, where do you draw your inspiration from in the moment when you're writing things down? Everywhere, everywhere. You know, from from all of your experiences and from all of your the quirks of your personality. Um, the way that I would write a song about a black dog would be totally different from the way that you would or the way that anyone else would. You know, that's the lovely thing about it, it's so distinctive. Um, and when you hear one verse that someone's written or you hear a chorus that they've written, that it just says everything about them, you know. Mm. Um, my influences, though, if we're going to talk about influences, um, I enjoy... I enjoy the theatrical, I enjoy the dramatic, yes. I like the high drama of uh, artists like Tom Waits, mm, I'm a particular yes. fan of Tom Waits. I Tom Waits. Um, what I love about Tom Waits is that he does his own thing mm. and he does it fearlessly mm. and unapologetically. Beautiful. And sometimes you think, Tom Waits, what are you doing? <laughs> You've gone too far. Yes. This is terrible and you shouldn't have made this. And, and Tom Waits goes, well, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't care what you think. And actually, when it's good, it's hauntingly distinctive and otherworldly. Back at me, the guy you're with, he's up and split. 
the chair next to you is free And I hope that you don't fall in love with me Thrills. They were his two swing albums. He's done a lot of pop, mm. um, but I love the swing. Yeah. I love the swing. Um, it's it's just something else. And again, it's that kind of blend of accomplished, distinctive musicianship.
really quite strange, idiosyncratic and, I don't know, theatrical kind of uh, concepts that just come out of somewhere where, you know, you're, you're thinking you're almost on the edge, you're mm. pushing it just a little bit too yeah. far and actually it, it, it feels like it's about to tip sometimes and that's so brave and I admire that bravery. Um, Richard Thompson. Beautiful. Richard Thompson. Yeah. Um, I love Richard Thompson and I love that model of, uh, that, you know, when he left Fairpool Convention and said, you know, I'm going to strike out on my own and just stand on the stage with a guitar. Um, and uh, he said, what was his quote about being, uh, it requiring uh, bravery bordering on insanity, mm. which is definitely how I feel every time I have to perform anywhere. Um, and every time you stand up to do something like that, I mean, every time I stand up to do something like that, I think, this is what am I doing? Um, I, I should probably stop. Uh, this is, you know, I haven't, I haven't done enough. I haven't practiced enough. Um, you know, I've, I've got no right to be up here doing this. And I think you probably feel that every time. Um, I do. Um, yeah. So why do you call yourself ap apocalyptic blues? Was it somebody else called you apocalyptic blues? Someone, someone used the uh, epithet apocalyptic. Um, I think it's because the content of my songs seem to be reasonably dark. Not gritty dark, not real dark, yes. but you know, theatrically dark. I don't know why I go to that place in my mind. Um, but would you say your songs are kind of are on the edge in that way? Would you would you would you use the word quirky? Um, I'd like to use the word quirky. Yes. If I could be half as quirky <laughs> as the people I just mentioned, then I'd be happy. I would say you definitely are. For me, if I could own it and yes. you know and do it with a plum and panache, yes. some style, then I then I'd be really happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And. Um, it, it, you know, you're obviously going to play another song for us in a minute. I am. What are you going to play for us? Right, well, that was a tricky one, and um, I'm going well, to would go you like to a cup of tea and cake bit. before you <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, I shall sip my tea as I go. I'm going to have a sip now. And then I'm going to play a song, uh, one of the earlier songs that I've written. Um, I've taken the age-old tactic of stealing ideas from... Uh, the rest of the world. This is um, an old child ballad, possibly from the 1600s, maybe even 16th century, maybe slightly earlier. And it's um, it's a dark song about a recently slain knight. He's lying there in the midst of the battlefield, um, and he's been killed. And um, in the early version of the song hmm. his devoted you know lady is there to um to tend to him and 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 take him to be buried you know and his his um you know his retinue is around him his family is there to kind of mourn him you know i mean it's you know it's, it's still it's still horrible she still dies at the end but you know it's got it's got a kind of pleasant twist the later scottish version which is 1700s um, it gets a lot darker, um, and the everyone's left him. His dogs have gone. His, you know, his um, his his wife has run off with another man. You know, and he's there, left on alone, um, dead on the battlefield. And uh, these crows, these two crows, are there amidst the you know carnage on a tree branch, talking together about 
which parts of him they're going to feast on and what they're going to do with his eyes, what the nest they're going to make out of his hair. And, um, I mean, you can't not write a song about that. <laughs> um, so I did it in my, my own way. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll play it for you. Fantastic. So that's, this is called The Two Crows Song. The Two Crows. Beautiful. Above a shout ringing out in the distance, two shapes of light, black as night, on a tree with a cackling sound. One of them shuffles around and says, Who shall we have for the feast? Oh, Lord, Lord. He says, how shall we have for the feet? I can't just heal or feel one pulse in order. One lonely soul swallowed whole by his fate. I can't taste all that wasted ambition. See his breath. Cold is death on the slate. Oh, Lord, Lord, see his last breath. Cold is death on the slate. We don't need no undertakers. Won't find no burials here. Who don't worry about meeting your maker? We are the ones you should Keep all the room out of his hand. 
You can take for your prize one of his holly blue eyes, but the rest of him ain't coming back. Oh, no, no. I said the rest of him ain't coming back. We don't need no undertaker. Won't find no who's here Oh, don't worry about meeting your maker We are the ones you should fear about 13 um, and I've been hanging around the music rooms yes. uh, in school to get away from doing PE. Um, uh, I always miraculously forgot my kit and uh, everyone seemed to be quite lenient with that actually, quite tolerant. Um, and so me and my mates used to go to the music room and uh, someone was messing around on the guitar and uh, they were like, oh look I can play this and I thought okay I'll have a little go playing something and I couldn't play anything but I was messing around a little bit and then my dad had an old one um, and they saw me twiddling my parents and they were like right okay then sounds good and then for my 13th birthday they got me a guitar and I was thinking what the bloody hell am I going to do with this I don't you know I've not got the first clue about what I'm going to do here um, but um, I, I twiddled around and I'm twiddling around now. Okay, great. Yeah. It's the continuation of that twiddling. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's still work in progress, really, the twiddling, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. So you've um, come quite far, really, haven't you? Well, not, for, not as far as I'd like in the um, uh, decades that it's been <laughs> since that point. Um, but yes, yes, I'd like to say that I was always um, uh, absolutely enamoured. Um, but no, I mean, you know, they always play, my family always played music, you know, we always used to go around uh, to uh, their friend's house, uh, we'd go around there and we'd all have a sing and a play, um, and uh, me, yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's stuck, um, but I mean, I was always in the business of creation, uh, 
because I did a lot of writing. Um, and I did that from an earlier age. Obviously, you write in school a lot, but you know, I got stuck on, on stories. Um, never finished any of them, uh, but I always had good ideas. Um, that I never brought to fruition, and it hasn't changed much. Well, obviously, you're, you're, you know, uh, you, you've been influenced a lot by, um, how can I say, folklore, mm. and, um, you know, Knights of Old. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's a feeling that I get with your music, even though it's got a very beautiful, rich, kind of bluesy sound to it, you can feel elements of, of that Knights of Old in there, and, and yeah. you know, you can imagine your music being played at a big feast, you know. Yeah, or kind of bardic. <laughs> Yeah. Sort of like a kind of um, yeah yeah that sounds okay yeah um, I'd like states, to be a, you know that'd be nice um, yeah yeah I'd like to I'd like to be a bard I'd like to um, you know uh, sing of the deeds of uh, of, of of ancient people um, I don't know why that comes up I don't you know where does that stuff come from why do you get drawn to a particular theme or a particular set of ideas it's almost it's almost impossible to know I think that's what's so nice about it you know you kind of dip into into your, into your own mind, and you just see what see what comes out. And a lot of the time, there are these themes that that go through. But where where do they come from? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've always really loved. I've really loved history, um, and I think that place where history and and uh, and folklore meet is a really interesting an interesting place. And it's a rich scene because I mean, you know, there's. There's a lot of weirdness in there, um, but then there's there's a lot of universals as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Well, you know, I'm sure the listeners would love to hear another song from you. Are there a lot of um, animal references in your songs necessarily, or um, is it the first two had animal references? We've got we've got the crows, we've got the dogs. Um, <laughs> about cats or elephants or tigers? Or no, you know what I haven't. I was thinking about writing one about a wolf. The wolf Beautiful. is a good rich scene. Isn't I it, would totally agree with you. I mm. love one. Yeah, there's lots that you can say about wolves and yeah, surrounding right. wolves. I haven't quite got there yet. Couldn't you? You look at how. Do you like the artist Howling Wolf? Um, Howling Wolf. Oh yes. Imagine if I, I wish I could sing like that. Imagine if I could howl like a wolf. Absolutely. Then my problems would be solved. Really. Um, I, I admire that 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 that, that wolf howl. Is um, all right. Well, this one's not about a any kind of beast, but it is about uh, some kind of presence, mm. a phenomena. Um, yes. It's a storm. Okay. Uh, this, is called, this is called Black Sky Blues. Okay. Um, let's see if it comes off first time. Let's hope it does. Okay. Um. Silent and still to sink further down in your chair. It's that rhythm again, that rare refrain. You're tapping, you feet in your shoe. Sunny day talks for the silent and still, and you're singing the black sky blue. Oh, what a night! Ride the swell of the wind And the music's running Is that black sky blue 
Crash of fine child, the slamming of doors, the walls neon lit by the storm. You tap nervous rhythms with your fingernails, the curtains are tired and torn. That's when you know it's about to blow, tiles rip one by one from the walls. The flickering blue crackle of a bolt from the blue. The storm rides the air with its call And oh, what a night The clouds ride the swell of the wind And the music's right It's that black sky blue Oh, what a night You don't know where to begin It's that black sky blue rolling in. Oh, the wild wind blows where have we once went? All those woods, bricks, and branches are broken. That strange, sweet song swells strong some night. Is those blue? Oh, honey, let me tell you, it's so blue. Oh, darling, it's those blue. That sounds good. Um, I'd want it to be mechanical though, no, so you'd have exactly. a lot of line. No, it's not authentic, is it? So no. authentically, this is my clap. That's fine. And anyone that's listening, I'm sure will be clapping and applauding. No, I'd be much ha happier with white authentic clap. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, you're described as being a blue, uh, apocalyptic blues um, and jazz and swing artist. What does that actually mean, Larry? Well, I think that it's some. It's one of the uh, lines that I take. I don't know why uh, the things that I write tend to be so uh, comically gothic um, and uh, apocalyptic. We might want to call it. Um, who knows where these things come from? I mean, you know. Um, I'm a mild-mannered sort of gentleman with a, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I know, I've got a flair for the dramatic. Okay, beautiful. And you're, you're originally from, uh, Walthamstow, aren't you? But I you're am. now reside in Leytonstone. Yes, it was a big right? move for me. Mm, um, <laughs> yeah. you, you moved far, you're obviously very adventurous. I have, uh, travelled far <laughs> and wide, yeah, absolutely. The whole range of the North East London, um, area. Okay, fantastic. Tell me a little um, bit more about, about about the next song that you're going to play? Right, well, 
Okay, then I have to um, uh, pluck it out of my mind first. Which one is it going to be? <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. Um, okay. Okay. Um, we'll try this one. Uh, this is the newest one. Um, the newest. And um, it's about... Where did it come from? That's another thing. I think that... I... I don't think I've ever really been embroiled to this extent in a tricky relationship. Um, and certainly, you know, if I have, uh, haven't been left with quite the uh, animosity uh, that the person in this song displays. Mm. I don't think it's yeah. me. Lucky you. It's not me. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I've had, I've had my run-ins, but um, you know, nothing. Um, I don't think I've, 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 I've carried away anything. Mm. Um, which is, yeah. Which maybe is, it's because you're still young. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to wait a couple of years <laughs> and uh, for the ritual to set in, you know, really. <laughs> so, no. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, let's see if we can do this one. Okay, uh, this is called I Hope You Pay. <clears throat> They can, yeah, yeah. I've got a music a Facebook page, uh, Louis Gilman. It's, um, uh, it needs updating probably, um, but it's there. It's there if you want to look at it. Um, um, and the name of the SoundCloud again? Um, that's 
Um, you can find if you if you if you typed in Louis Louis Joel Gilman SoundCloud, you would you could find it. Um, Joel. Uh, Joel, yeah, that's my middle yeah. name, Joel. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is that your page on Facebook as well? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, that would yeah. be that would be my music page on Facebook as well. Okay, um, fantastic. And you're playing at the. I am. The Stone. Yeah, I'll be playing technical at the College Arms. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's the Leighton Technical. The Leighton Technical. It's just outside Leighton Station, and I will be playing there um, at a date to be advised uh, oh, okay. reasonably soon. Um, I do have a date coming up actually. Um, due to be playing on the 25th of February. All right. Um, for the Clerkenwell Arts Lab um, night, which is in the Betsy Trotwood. Um, in Farringdon, near Farringdon Station. Yep. Um, it's just a small set that I'll be doing, um, but uh, I will be playing, I think, alongside the wonderful uh, Diego Brown and the Good Fairy, who are my new favourite band at the moment. Um, oh, great. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, amazing. Um, lyrically profound, um, unapologetically quirky. Beautiful. My favourite yeah. combo. Bit like yourself, then. Well, that, let's hope so. I mean, you know, I'd like... <laughs> So, so do you put all your you put, would you put updates of your of your gigs on your Facebook page? Yes, yes, they should be there. Um, so people can come there if they want to find out where you, where and when you're next playing. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. That's really fantastic. Well, Louis, I really, really appreciate the time you've given. And, Thanks very much. Uh, yes, thank you so much for uh, sharing your beautiful music with us, and um, and hopefully we'll have you back at some point. That would be lovely. You've written it's been a few a more songs for us. Yeah, well, I'll get on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks That's a lot, great. Sean. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks for listening, everyone. Look out for my next show coming your way soon. And I'd also like to say a very special thank you to Shaz, my producer. Bye for now.